Welcome back to the Bad Balance Podcast, where every shot makes someone happy. And this week, we are joined by our good friend, Jeff Kang, who is a medalist at the second stage of Q School and recently made his first cut on his first PGA Tour event. And we talk about, what do we even talk about? John Rahm, joining the Live, uh, the golf ball rollback and how he thinks it'll affect professional golf and how we think it'll affect it. Uh, the Hero World Challenge. We just kind of went shot from the hip and had a lot of fun. And then we did the leaderboard on things that you need in order to become a PJ Tour player. And uh, so before we get into that and before we get into Harry Styles, this podcast is brought to you by Manners Golf. Manners is a UK golf brand that bridges the gap between style and performance. And since golf became popular during COVID, there seemed to be a split between lifestyle brands that focus on hypey fashion and performance brands that you see on tour that are all about technical fabrics and tight pants. And Manners threads the needle between the two. Last week, I was joking about how we did the rewatchables on 2019 Tiger and how I wanted Manners to make a poster with Tiger wearing red, fist pumping from the 2019 Masters. Well, now I think that's okay because supposedly Tiger's done with Nike after this PNC Championship. We don't talk about it on the pod just because it's, I'll believe it when I see it. But uh, I guess just be on the lookout for that and, you know, who knows? Maybe you'll see a poster here at this podcast with uh, Tiger Woods and Manners. I'm just kidding. Don't. Don't 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 copyright that. Anyways, here's Harry Styles. We're back at full strength, and we're joined by recent champion of the second stage of Q School. Did I hype the, Did I hype it up properly, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff King, Jeffrey King. Uh, and a participant in six tour events now? Yep. Six. No. Yeah. Six. No, five, 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 five. And you made your first cut recently. Yep. We tried to get you on right after, but then I forgot to text you. That's awesome. Congratulations. Um, and you're going to join us this week. Uh, we were going to just have you for the second segment, which we will keep in wraps for a little bit, but now you decided to join us for the whole time. So thank <laughs> you for that. And the story of the week has to be, well, Okay. Nico, I'll let you decide. Is it Tiger and his comeback, or is it the rumors, the breadcrumbs all over the place that John Rahm is going to live? I mean, me personally, it's Tiger. But <clears throat> for the rest of the world, it's probably John Rahm. PGA it's probably Tour, John for, Rahm. for PGA Tour, it's John Rahm. For the PGA Tour, it's definitely <laughs> John Rahm. For Jay Monahan? For Liv, it's, it's definitely it's John, John Rahm. Rahm. Yeah. Jay Monahan? I would say it's John Rahm. John Rahm? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. But for you, it's Tiger. For me, it's Tiger. I don't care about John Rahm. <laughs> <laughs> so John Rahm going to live. Supposedly, it's $600 million. And I just have some questions. The whole time he has said, he finds it comical that people think when people ask him if he's going to go to live, that's just not something that he's interested in. And that he has also said he had a very specific number of $400 million. If $400 million came my way, I could, it's not going to make a difference in my life. If I'm being honest, the way I live, I have enough money in the world right now. I can retire right now and be fine for the rest of my life. I play for legacy. And right now that's the PJ tour. So what changed the extra 200 million Brooks won a major Brooks almost took him down at the masters. Obviously you can play 12 events and be sharp enough to win what you want to win. It is curious that like he won the masters that probably helps a lot in the sense that he's good for majors for, what is it now, five years? I think so, yeah. Five years, yeah. And forever at Augusta. And forever at Augusta, so it's kind of like if he's going to do it now. Yeah. Right? Uh, 
Yeah, and if he wins Augusta again, he renews his exemption. Right, for another five years. Yeah. Why, what are we waiting for? What do you mean? Like, why doesn't he just come out and just be like, I'm joining or I'm not? Negotiations? For sure. Yeah. It's the yeah. fourth round world rankings. I think they're waiting to see if he gets it or not. Right. And I still don't think it's going to be a deal breaker at the end of the day for $600 million. He's already said no to 400. I think extra 200 million. Makes you think? I mean, <laughs> I, I always, how can you I always say, say no it. again? Yeah, I always say everything has a price. And yeah. I mean, for a guy, yeah, he's made a lot of money, but 200 million is a lot of money. 200 million is a lot of money. Yeah, on top of the 400 million. So, I mean, he, he's probably never going to make that money playing on the PG Tour. You know, it's just it's just a lot of money for, for yeah, it I mean, to come to you and you to say no to that. And then this is a business and that's kind of being dumb, I think. Right. Because what is Tiger's career earnings? Like 150 million? On the golf course? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. close to 150 million. He's a billionaire, <sighs> net worth total. That's four times what Tiger has done yeah. in his historic career. Right? That is crazy. Yeah, crazy. To instantly add $600 million to your net worth, that doesn't happen. And you're not losing out of any other, any else of them or any other money that you're making or he's, earning. He's won at Tory. He's won at Riv. He's won WGCs. What else is left? The players? But that's what he's, he's saying. He's like, the I love those moments. I, I love that Tiger and I are the only ones to have made a putt on 18 at Tory to win a U.S. Open. Like, I love that. That's great, but is it worth $600 million? Actually? No, I mean, but at the end of the day, with intrinsic it value. Be. It's like, it's. can you really put a number on creating a legacy? I also think he, he probably thinks he has a lot of say in the golf world um, of uh, from his status of if he was to join Liv. That puts Liv probably in, in the realm of of being a legitimate tour for the world ranking organization to actually give them some points to right. make them legitimate. You, you can't possibly say you have John Rahm and you have Brooks Kepka in and yeah. DJ and you can't give them points. You, you don't want to see them in majors? Like what? Not- Why don't they just do the po- – that's my next question. Why don't they just find a way to get world ranking points? I don't think they care about world ranking points to begin with, really. Ooh. Like, the, like Liv the and I think like guys joining Liv, like I think they're seeing that you know, no one really cares about the small events and they're almost, I almost feel like they're trying to make the world rankings obsolete. Like the bigger guys are going to get to the majors no matter what. Yeah. And they only really want to win the majors and whatever the world ranking is, who cares? Like as long as they can play in the majors and right. play in the big tournaments, play in the tournaments they want to play in, like who cares when I'm ranked? I think, I think there's, gotta there's 48 guys on live. I, I believe 10% of them care about legacy. Five guys. Sure. But the you got to care a little bit about world, world world rankings. The others, I think, are okay with taking the paycheck and seeing what happens later on. It's already been a year. And also, if they get the world ranking points, I guess this is where I'm coming back to. If they get the world ranking points, then everyone's gone, no? Everyone's gone. So why don't they just do it? Because everyone's gone. And they don't want that? Yeah. Well, the PGA Tour definitely doesn't want that. The PGA Tour being dismantled really isn't good for golf either. And, but why does the live care? Because they ultimately want to see it at the table. I don't think Liv cares, but OWGR might care, and maybe. Oh, I see. So you're like you're saying they're conspiring against the Liv. Even, I mean, we're gonna talk about this later with the golf ball rollback. USGA had to talk with the golf ball companies as to how they're gonna execute this plan because you can't just 
throw this at the golf ball company and then have them change their entire process of manufacturing. So it's the same with, you know, PGA Tour and Liv. Okay. But why doesn't Liv just get world ranking points? Going back to that question. Because everyone, it'll dismantle the PGA Tour. And they don't want that. So they don't want you that think to happen. they are working together in a weird way. Yeah. It's well, bad for golf if the PGA Tour is dismantled. I mean, aren't they working together anyway? Supposedly. So that's the yeah. other question. What the hell is going on with that? Jeff, do you know anything? No, no, <laughs> nobody knows what's going nobody on. Nobody knows anything. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, maybe like Liv isn't getting world ranking points because that'll dismantle the PGA Tour. And like if they're working together, they don't want, you know, they don't want to knock each other out. Basically, right. they just want to coincide together in this space of professional golf. Yeah. I had <laughs> dinner with someone who's a friend of a player on the PGA Tour. And he's like, yeah, I asked him about Liv every week. The merger. He's like, I have no idea what's going on. This guy's a. He's won on tour this year. Like these, they have no idea what's going. No one has any idea what's going on. I don't think they have any idea what's going on. And I think between, I could imagine the players' side of the PJ Tour and the players' side of Live Tour don't like anything that's going to happen. Yeah, so they're just going to be at a standstill for a long time. It's the the last year has been really crazy for a lot of the the pros because I mean, obviously, if you're on tour, it's it's a lot better, but there's just been so much change going on. Yeah. And a lot of changes have happened without the players knowing what's going on. And that's, that's frustrating because you got to kind of know what you're playing for, what you're playing to. Right. And when things kind of change drastically in that sense, it, it's, it's rough and we're, we're still in the dark. They, they keep coming out with new kind of statuses and, so plans and we we have no idea about it you finished sixth on the canada money list Mm -hmm. if you finished sixth before live came out what kind of status would you have had i would have had corn fairy status and what status did you get this year uh nothing Uh, i got second stage what did fifth not even final stage fifth got got, uh uh, corn fairy status and final stage and fifth final got status. corn fairy yeah. status and final stage yeah. and sixth you went straight to second yeah so six through 25 was exactly the same thing but i mean oh, oh my yeah that's brutal what that's brutal yeah and then it's going back so they, they I, I guess they've had a lot of backlash from that so next year they're going back to 10 <laughs> so it's it, good, good for you yeah well like this is this is what's so rough because it's like we we they have this guideline of like what we're playing for and then they change it for a year basically because of the whatever it was live and the elevated events and that just kind of trickles down all the way to the canada and corn fairy status and all that stuff so that happened for the year and then it's going back to what it is going to be originally next year so like we, we don't know like maybe it's going to go back to five again it could very likely but for now they're saying the America's tour is going to be top 10 corn fairy. Um, and then 11 through 25 is second stage of Q school. So yeah, we'll, we'll see, but crazy. It's, it's a lot What's of things the point going on, but playing on PGA tour Canada. Well, you got to get in, you got to get your foot in the door somehow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to play that many events and finish 10th is a great season and to get almost uh, nothing for it. Yeah. But you make money and you, yeah, yeah. you're, you're Com- like, competition is 10th. Yeah. is 10th on the money yeah. list. <laughs> yeah. Like is 10th on the money you're list not, you're making not, money. You're not making money. You're, you're just trying to gain status. Yeah. Uh, it's, if you're going to make money, honestly, you can do it playing mini tours at home. It, it's the, probably the best way to do it. 
right because the cost of travel is way way better you're you're mm. paying what you would normally pay playing a full tour on whatever pj tour corn ferry and you're traveling maybe Canada, more latin america now, yeah. it's yeah. gonna be more next year because you're you're traveling to latin america and it's not cheap so yeah, and you can't drive we're not, paying, like you can. we're not playing for a big purse mm. yeah. so uh, all we're really playing for is status, and, and they're they're pretty adamant about that. It's just we don't want guys to be making money and being comfortable. We want to develop guys to to go up to the next level, um, which is true. But it would be nice to play for some kind of money to to kind of break even for travel for the year and playing finishing top ten, top twenty for a full season on those tours is it's pretty good. Like oh yeah, it's, it's good yeah. golf. There's there's a lot of good players out there. You can stack those guys up against Canada guys. I mean, uh, Corn Ferry guys, even some PGA Tour guys, very easily. But it's just, it's not saying much financially. Playing, finishing in the top twenty because mm. you're not, you're not going to be breaking even um, unless you're really trying to save some money on travel and stuff like that. So everything is about status. You're, mm-hmm. you're trying to improve your status. And that's the only reason why we're going to to these tours. Even then, if you save money on travel and you stay at a less nice hotel and take maybe a not so good airline, it's just putting more stress on yeah. you, and yeah. therefore you cannot perform as well. Yeah, you're you're always worried about right. You know, like oh no, like this week's a little bit too expensive. So you're you're trying to the flights are too expensive. Then you're trying to cut costs on either food or hotel or whatever it is. You're you're trying to save money anywhere you can. So that's a that's a tough spot to be in going to a week where you need to perform at a high level. Yeah. What's the most extreme thing you've heard someone do to try and save money on travel? Um I've heard some guys driving from like Florida all the way up to Canada and having their cars <laughs> for the week. Um Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy to me. That's that's <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's driving wild. from Florida all the way to like First week's events, like in Vancouver, that's that's a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> that can't very, be good for I your feel body. Like you're not even yeah. saving money. Like yeah. how many times you have but to fill yeah, up for they don't gas? Have friends that are close to the border. Yeah, like what the I, heck? I have no idea. I, I guess some guys just like the the comfort of having their car and yeah. saving some money in that way yeah. too. But um, and where they put their shoes in the car, they, they can uh, shoot a little round. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of there are a lot of guys like that. Yeah. yeah. Well. Someone who doesn't have to worry about that is John Rahm, especially if he takes this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's freaking unbelievable. <laughs> so, do you think John Rahm does it? We'll go. We'll go down the row. Nico. Yeah, I think he does. The, the breadcrumbs yeah. are there, Kyle. Yeah, I think so. All right, Kyle, dudes. If he doesn't do it, it'll keep him up at night for the remainder of his life. So I think he's gonna do it. Okay, Stin. Yeah, I think if his wife found out how much he was gonna make, <laughs> yeah, he can't. Know. He can't say no. Yeah, she doesn't have Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, uh, yeah, I yeah. think he's leaving. Uh, th- there's just a lot of breadcrumbs, right? Yeah, like it's hard to say that he's not going to at this point. Where the smoke, there's fire, and it may be the perfect time to go, because if Rom is almost Rom level player is almost the final domino to fall. Then once that domino falls, they probably hurry this process up, keep people a little more in the light, and then merge. And that's kind of my whole take is I think Rom is slow playing it. I think he's trying to get this merger, these merger details a little bit more ironed out. 
And it's just like, I'm the last guy to take a massive contract and still keep playing on tour. Whereas, because from everywhere on that we hear, the live tour is going to be gone once this all gets ironed out. And they don't want two tours. They don't want to put focus on this. They just want to keep outsourcing and sports washing, however you want to call it. Uh, and so Ram is just kind of like, you know, from everything I hear, this is kind of the final straw, and I'll be the last guy to check, to, to cash in. I think he's waiting for the PGA Tour to match the offer or at least throw him some sort of money. Whether it be off the books, under the table, comes from someone else. Right. I think he's waiting on that. Yeah. On an offer match. At first, I was mad, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, they're going to merge. So if they are going to merge, and that's 100% confirmed, why not be the last one to make a paycheck on your way out? I think I think he's pulling a little bit of a, a Rory move. I think Rory took this situation last year, kind of leveraged it to kind of create this whole the elevated events uh, idea. I'm sure he had a big part of that. Um, in the in that room, and I yeah. think Rom's kind of. It is kind of a weird timing that Rory's gone from that that policy board room. Yeah, and all of a sudden this this deal comes out. But oh, so you think he kind of knew? I I think maybe maybe he's yeah. using this as a as a way to maybe kind of get some information about this whole merger. Yeah, maybe he he's the guy that kind of pushes it along and kind of everybody what's going on i I have no idea but it is a little um it's all weird a part of me thinks john does not care what happens to the pga tour i mean yeah he's never been the guy that to kind of step out rory was was that guy yeah yeah yeah. who cares about the pga tour they care about playing at tory and pebble Beach. i don't think he's waiting (laughs) on 600 million dollars to make sure that the tour's feelings are sorted out i mean no they will never be sorted out ron was never the guy to care about how the pga tour felt about anything (laughs) he was the first guy to tell the tournament this course sucks (laughs) (laughs) have some more shitters (laughs) (laughs) and what happened they listened yeah. 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 So, all right. Next topic. Nico, what's the bigger story? Tiger Woods and how he played this week or the golf ball rollback? And oh, the announcement. They on. haven't made a formal announcement. I mean, come personally. Come But what do you think? <laughs> but probably the rollback. Yeah. The rollback. The rollback? <laughs> what do you think the USGA thinks? Probably Tiger. <laughs> no, the rollback. Yeah, let's cover the rollback real quick. The rollback. They actually do care about Tiger. That's why Tiger's all he, for he's it. He's all That's for true. it. That's why. I think they paid him off. A little six hundred million for that uh, positive rollback. For the positive rollback, the USGA paid. <laughs> you think the USGA makes money? I bet they do, actually. Yeah? I mean, you they don't must. think the USGA doesn't make money? That's, I mean, that's they, true. That was a bad... That was just they a bad make call. a lot of money <laughs> yeah. doing nothing. <laughs> so yeah, what, this do is they, what do I they mean, do? I mean, that in a nice way. This but. is my Stephen A. Smith hottest take right off the bat. I think the USGA is just kind of like, our job's getting really hard. We're, we're, yes. we're, we're turning out bad majors like every other year. Yeah. Let's roll the golf ball back. They just need to hire people that manage the PGA Tour courses and stop just trying to do it for... I mean, when Mike Davis stepped down, that was good because he was the one setting up the courses and he was clearly messing them all up. (laughs) And then... Because, I mean, that's when we had Phil hitting a ball that was moving on the putting green because he was so annoyed by how ridiculous the course was set up. And then it went to, like, a committee 
and it seems like they still can't get it right. And they should just, a lot of players, I don't know, I could be wrong, but a lot of players seem to like how PGA Tour courses are set up, so I don't know why they just don't hire people that set up tour courses. Jeff, are you pro bifurcation of the golf ball? No, I, I don't think that's a right thing to do. Oh, really? Just, okay. I don't see it being beneficial for anyone, really. Because can you imagine, like, you're playing in the U.S. Open and Tireless is throwing out commercials and they're like, well, the balls that we're, we're throwing out on that are not the balls that the pros are using. That That's just that's just a weird, weird idea. You think that's going to happen? I mean, they definitely can't market the balls that the pros are using because that's not what the amateurs are going to be using. Because that'll be go shorter than the AVX. Well, yeah. yeah. The, why would you market the ball a ball for that? Everyone. Not, not until like 2028, no? Yeah. Yeah. So I think before that, I think the pros are definitely using a different ball from what the amateurs are using. So that's just a whole weird. Marketing. It's also weird. The, time, like the pros are switching over before. Yeah, I think so. I think that's well, is that an earthquake. That's yeah. an earthquake. Wow. We just got hit with an earthquake. Whoa. Whoa. What the hell? It's still going on. <laughs> yeah. We talked about like the USGA. They don't like this. And we pot on. <laughs> Yeah, but Ooh, I, I don't. I don't think um, Jay Monahan heard us. <laughs> Jay Monahan's a little sorry. guy. I've seen him in person. He's a little guy. He can't that was, shake anything. John Rahm just made his decision. No, oh, <laughs> they just they John Rahm can shake a room. I'll they tell dropped you that. his That's bag of point. money. And <laughs> 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 he hugged it and jumped. Um, so bifurcation. The rule is I can't believe there's an earthquake. 120 mile an hour swing speed. The ball goes 317 yards. The new one is now 125 miles an hour. The ball maximum can go 317 yards. Let me say that again. The old rule was at 120 miles an hour, the ball's maximum carry distance is 317 yards. Now the maximum carry, uh, now at a 125 mile an hour swing speed, the ball can carry 317 yards. It's about a 5% pullback. That just seems like targeting. Is that <laughs> right? Well, okay. <laughs> Here's my question. Would guys just not try to get faster? Like Tony Fino has clearly dialed it back a lot. Those guys are. Yeah. I mean, Bryson's going to use a one degree driver. Yeah. They're just going to dial it up. What's the difference? Does it not weirdly yeah, give I an just, advantage to the longer guys? I think they did this because courses like Pebble, Marion. They're out. They're becoming obsolete. Obsolete. Marion's 62 in yards? I think it was 69, 69? At, the, at the US Open. I don't know oh, how that it? course is obsolete. Winners shot like two under. How yeah, is that obsolete? True. But that's the thing is that they had to make the rough like up to your knees. Yeah. And, in yeah, 10 years, it'll be obsolete. Yeah. Okay. But what's wrong with making the rough up to your knees? Because like, then they got to make the fairways like concrete. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? Because then you hit a good shot, it bounces in the rough, and you're absolutely screwed. I'm a big fan of making the courses tighter with longer rough instead of I'm switching the ball. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. I, I, I was... I think there's plenty of ways to make the golf course harder um, without making equipment be the factor. Because um, last year when I played the Canadian Open at uh, St. George's, I think is the course. Yeah. That course is only like 6,800 yards. Yeah, definitely did not play like it. Yes, the rough was up. Fairways weren't as firm and fast. You definitely needed to think your way around that golf course, and it was a fun golf course. Right. So, like, it definitely didn't have, uh, the the distance wasn't the issue there. And I think I think golf courses like that can definitely make a good run on the PGA Tour of having majors even, um, competing against for everyone. 
Yeah. You don't have to always just be long. You don't have to always just be straight. You just, there's many different ways to play the golf course. And, you know, having the fairways not roll out so much, having the rough a little bit up, having yeah. the greens yeah. be a little bit firm, that that brings everything in play. I so 100% agree. And I mean, we're already yeah. still one at St. George's. Like, yeah. You so play, like, yeah. You, you definitely can, like, hit it far, but. That I think the weekend played a little differently because the course kind of the rough kind of got too long and it kind of started falling over a little bit. Yeah. So, but I mean, definitely like he had to hit the ball really good to to keep the ball in play. Yeah. For how aggressive he was hitting it, and if he did miss it, he was in trouble off the in the rough. Mm-hmm. It was definitely not just kind of bombs away. Yeah, I mean, who's who's to say that the PGA Tour is just maybe selecting bad courses that are allowing the golf ball to go as far as it does? Yeah. Also, I I don't mind if someone shoots 30 under St. Andrews. I, Who cares? Give me 500 par winner every week yeah. and no one will complain about the ball going too far. I think regular events, 20, 25, yeah. that's fine. But a major championship, keep it below 10. And make I it think, a test. I think that's very easy for them to do. Like, what? what Even was, St. Andrews, like, what was uh, what won at LA this year? Nine. Like, I think the guys hated that course. Eight, eight or nine. Course yeah. is hard if you if you set it up the way. I I was hearing guys saying like this course is really impossible if you kind of the way they set it up and they thought what Xander and who was the guy that shot eight under the first day. Ricky. Rick. Is it Ricky? Oh, it was Ricky they and like, Xander. They were like, we definitely didn't see that number and it was unbelievable what they shot. Yeah. But like that week turned out great, I feel like. In and it held. Scoring, that score held. Yeah. yeah. As a US Open, I guess the experience wasn't as great, but scoring was great. Like, But they teeter on like, we might lose the golf course. Yeah. Well, yeah but or like, we yeah. make it too easy I and think, everyone should take it. I think that's what a U.S. Open should be like. Yeah. Uh, there, well, I, I still remember vividly like Shinnecock Hills with like Retief Goosenwan. Oh, four, yeah. Plus they lost the golf course that yeah. way. Yeah. They were watering and it in between groups. Wa- but like, Give me that. That was fun. Like, yeah, yeah that yes. was incredible. Yeah. Like, that's yes. a U.S. Open. Exactly. <laughs> we lose the course on Friday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thursday, it's unbearable, and then we totally lose it on Friday. Yeah, that, absolutely. I think courses like that, like, kind of, as viewers, kind of, it, it sticks to you in memory. Like, oh, oh, for sure, was, yeah. That was a tough golf course, seeing the pros struggle, like, yeah, that's that's fun for a U.S. Open. Like, but it, it just, might not be fun for the player. It really right. isn't. But, <laughs> oh, definitely you know, not. Like that's as, what makes it, it fun for us. Yeah, like as yeah. a major, like uh, as in terms of viewership of like people watching, like yeah, absolutely. Like you should make it as hard as possible. Yeah, I don't get why people say like viewership. They want a birdie fest. Like, well, I feel I like, like seeing it. guys the thing. You'd tap in their watch, bogey is so much fun. Yeah. You'd rather watch an NBA game, NFL game, or MLB game where they're just hitting it out the park, High touchdowns. Scoring threes like this Patriots game this weekend was horrific yes <laughs> and it was one it was one of the only two games on my TV and I was really upset but like wouldn't you enjoy you it zone, Josh. two heavyweight teams went at it and they have the absolute yeah. like, uh, in oh. terms of baseball if you had the two best pitching pitching team and the two best hitting teams get together for sure and they're scoring two runs combined in a world like, series, I feel like that's yeah, awesome. I feel like that'd be awesome, and I think that's what a major is. Like, it, that's what a major yeah, is. Yeah, you, exactly. you want you want the best players in the world get together, and you're playing the toughest course that they can possibly make for that week, and see what happens. I would yeah. love watching majors at Pebble because you see the regular event, and someone shoots twenty one under par to win, and then the U.S. Open rolls around at Pebble, 
and one over wins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess my I mean, whole St. Andrews thing is I just want to see St. Andrews in the rotation, even if it's outdated. Why yeah. can't we freeze the golf ball? I guess is my next question. Freeze. Like, like, like it, this is it. 120, 317, keep it at that. You have to think we're one yeah. of the only sports where technology changes and gets better. Baseball, they use a wooden bat. Well, that's ball. the thing. They went to wooden bats for high school and college. Right? It was metal when I was when we basketball, were in it's yeah. the same basketball. But they, they rolled back the bat the bat. They rolled back the ball. Remember the ball was too hot in baseball. Yeah, they rolled back the bat because uh kids were getting injured. Oh, well, there's that. But then also the ball now does it's not as hot. Oh, that was just that was just a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Too. But now like yeah, the yeah. baseballs now aren't as juiced as they were before. Oh yeah, and they rolled back the ball like they this back, year, yeah. I think. Yeah. So I mean, it goes, well, like, it goes like four feet less. Yeah. yeah. As a player, I guess I wouldn't mind the balls kind of being frozen. Well, also, I guess this is my question for you, Jeff. As a player, if the greens are super firm, like they were at Shinnecock 04, if Shinnecock 04 was put into 2023, mm-hmm. who does it give the most advantage to? The guy who hits it far or the guy who hits it short? Guy who hits it far. The guy who hits it far. Absolutely. And if you see the last 15 years with the advancements in strokes gained and all this stuff, what's everyone trying to do? Hit it far. Hit it far. And yeah. now you see all these kids that are coming up like... Who's the kid? Um, he just won PJ Tour. He was a junior. Um, Gordon, Gordon Sargent. Sargent. Yeah, he's cruising one. Like, I, I think people forget too. Like we are, we grew up in a, we grew up watching like Tiger. So Tiger yeah, yeah. was an anomaly at that time, uh, physically gifted, right. and compared to the guys that he was playing with, and they realized the advantages that they he had of being able to hit it that far and that straight. Yeah. I think they forget like how straight he hit it for right. a guy who hit it that far. But the problem with a lot of people back then was they can hit it that far. They just can't hit it that straight. Yeah. And but now they can't. And now they can't because I think that has Due a lot to, to do with... I think technology too, but I think technology in a different way where like they're more aware of what they need to do with their bodies and their swings. Yeah. To, to be able to handle that speed and to be able to hit hit at that speed at that consistency. I mean, pitchers um, are all throwing 100 now. Yeah. Like, I everyone think, gets better. I think, I think it's just a generational thing where you, you kind of, like, world records get broken all the time. Like, why is that? Yeah. You know, like, you think, like, a couple years ago, like, the sprinters are like, nobody's going to break 10 seconds. Well, yeah. Now everybody breaks 10 seconds. Nobody's gonna break Usain's record. Right. Somebody's gonna break it in a couple of years, and then everyone else. Maybe is going they're to gonna juice and do it, but like it's going to happen because you, you set a goal and it's going to happen because we're going to try to to break that. I think. Yeah. I think that's what we grew up on, so that's why a lot of the guys that we see now on TV are hitting it that much further. And yes, absolutely, equipment has a big part in that, but I think it's also tough to say if those older generation guys use today's equipment, they would definitely not hit it as far as guys do today. So that's what every, the, Adam Scott brought up. Why don't we make smaller club heads? Yeah. I and mean, it, it, the, the problem is if you, I think if you roll back the golf clubs, if you roll back golf balls, yeah. anything, the, the, the best players in the world would still be the best players in the world. 100%. <laughs> the, yeah. the reason why they're the best players in the world is because they got the game for everything. They get good putters, good chippers, right. hit the ball really good, hit it really far. And if you give the same equipment to everybody else on tour to do the same thing, it is going to 
it might affect the guys that are in the back end who don't hit it that far, who don't hit it that good. Oh, it, it 100% Even will. Even more so than the guys that are already hitting it so good and top of the games. Huh? One of my arguments for the ball rollback, I don't even know if it's for the ball rollback, but for protecting the shorter hitter, Brian Harmon won the British Open. Yeah. And yeah. that's because he can hit, he hit driver because everyone else had to hit four iron. Mm-hmm. There's but he def- hit his driver just yeah. as straight yeah. and plotted his way around and he was able to win. But that's pretty much the only major he could have won this year. 100%. And so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to, to me, I think everyone is dialed up in their speed. And they're just finding a way to... It's like a market adjustment for the stock market. They're just dialing it back and everybody's losing 5%. So I'm the more... And then I'm like, why don't they for the first six years make the sh- courses 5% shorter? That's what we just adjust. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I, I think that's what they'll probably do. 5%. So the more I thought about it, the more I was like, we'll adjust. We'll someone, all figure it out. Someone's going to hit a ball it, in the water on 12 at Augusta, and the announcer's going to say, you know, if that was just the previous <laughs> ball, that <laughs> would have been a carry. <laughs> 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 you know? That'd be pretty funny. Uh, Damn. Here's Roy McElroy. Oh, God. I don't understand the anger about the golf ball rollback. It will make no difference whatsoever to the average golfer and put golf back on a path of sustainability. It will also help bring back certain skills in the pro game that have been eradicated over the past two decades. The people who are upset about this decision shouldn't be mad at the governing bodies. They should be mad at elite pros and club and ball manufacturers because they didn't want bifurcation. The governing bodies presented us with the option earlier this year. Elite pros and ball manufacturers think bifurcation would negatively affect their bottom lines, which in reality, the game is already bifurcated. You think we play the same stuff as you do? They put pressure on the governing bodies to roll it back to a lesser degree for everyone. Bifurcation was the logical answer for everyone, but yet again in this game, money talks. Rory, your, your, your face is doing that thing where the bottom of it starts moving and sound comes out of your mouth and you start yapping and talking. Rory, your, your face is... <laughs> well, stop doing that thing with your lips. Yeah, that sounded like the USGA wrote that up and paid him to say it right there. I don't know. You sounded pretty <laughs> angry. And like, Rory, just, Rory once again, you, you have no read on a room because you're not a normal human being. You're a gajillionaire who's Can someone get this man a burner account? <laughs> for Christ's sake, Roy, your faces let off some steam. Didn't didn't he give them shit for this couple no, years? He, he was always down for it. I yeah. believe. Was he really? Yeah, I who think I remember. It? Who was it that, he was. that said that this was absolutely JT, stupid? JT was very JT openly. roasted. It, Ricky yeah. roasted. It. Oh, and they're the quiet. Letters. They're quiet right now. But oh, are they? I, I thought. I thought. Yeah, I JT saw, gets out there. I thought yeah. I saw Rory say something about that. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I mean. Chambly, he's against it. Chambly's against it. Randall's against it. It was in Fullerton. Also a short hitter. But But, yeah. Uh, Yeah. So bifurcation, uh, let's get through it real quick. I just want to do the exercise to kind of talk about it from both angles. I am against it. I am all for low scores. I am all for high scoring NBA games. I'm all the only baseball moment where I'm like, I remember where I was, was when the Houston Astros were cheating and Clayton Kershaw got shelled. At the World Series, and I think they lost. Dodgers lost eleven eight, and it was back and forth. It was the craziest game of my life. So I am pro, or I'm against the golf ball rollback. Jeff, I'm against it too. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. I am. I'm, if everyone's getting better, everyone's getting better. Yeah, but I do agree with what you said. Just freeze it. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe not. That makes sense. I mean, it's tough for us too because they bring out with new new rule new balls and yeah. We got to go through this process of kind of testing it again, make sure how does it fit uh, yeah. with the things that we want to do, and and it's it's an every 
two year process. And now so, it's going to be an even bigger process. Right? Yeah. So maybe pro V one X slash B. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, <laughs> if you think about it, every single player on the PGA tour is going to have to change balls. And these guys have been sitting, have been hitting the same ball for 10 years. They get the 08 pro V one from their manufacturer. And now they're going to have to change. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, saw they're going to have to learn new yardages with every hundred percent. I saw a trajectory. Except maybe Tiger, right? I saw a tweet yeah. from Michael Breed. Tiger's already playing it. The yeah. Tyler's professional golfer from 1995 with the testing standards of today will not pass. The title is professional. Wow. I think the only reason why we don't believe that is every time we find a professional 95, it's like been in the bushes for like seven years. It so we hit it, we're like, yeah. dude, this thing goes a hundred shorter, but a brand new one. I don't know. That seems crazy to me. Brand new one goes farther. We're going back no. to liquid baladas. No, it doesn't go for it goes. It doesn't pass the 125 mile an hour oh, to okay. 317 carry test. Well, okay. Here's what I want to know too. How is how are they decreasing speed? Is it by increasing spin rate or it's like a no, they limited just flight soften. range Compre- ball compression rate? Yeah, compression rate. Compression rate. rate. Yeah, soften up the ball. I mean, so they'll find a way. they're just gonna make a driver that yeah, compresses like, more. In like the 70s and 80s, no, they, they had like a it, it, they test. There was like a 60, 70, and 80 compression golf ball. Yeah, probably go back like, to that. But they don't want the spin. They want their balls to hold hold the line. They don't want to. They don't want to work it. Can you imagine Wyndham with a new ball that spins more? He'd be lost. Just a butter eighty yard cut. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, little P Dub starting at the cart path. <laughs> Cutting back. All right, let's. Uh, we spent way too much time on both of those. We'll uh, we'll just mob through the actual tournament. Are we gonna keep rolling through everyone's take on the rollback? Oh, sorry, Austin. Sorry, go ahead, okay. Austin. What is your take on the rollback? I just totally forgot me, Austin. <laughs> Wait, did I hear Kyle's? No, yeah, no. yeah, you haven't heard yeah. any. Haven't heard this side yet. Yeah. Um, I am. I don't know. It's hard to say. I I don't know if the golf ball is the problem personally. I think it's the golf course selection. Like I said earlier, like I'm for courses having you know i don't really care the firmness of the fairways of the green make them firm make them make them soft but just have a course with rough yeah um i think if you make a course with rough it it makes the players put a premium on hitting it straight and not worrying about distance so much uh therefore they don't have to worry about the land problems that they're having and having to make new courses build new tee box make the course 7800 yards yeah you know you can keep golf the same way just bring back the rough and force players to hit the fairways and hit the greens and distance won't be an issue. Agreed. Kyle? What is the piece of equipment you use on every shot? The golf ball. The golf ball. What's the number one thing they can control on tour? Can they control the course changing and making the fairways tighter and the rough higher? No. But they can control the golf ball that everybody hits and it's changed for everybody so I'm for it. Everyone's Interesting. Whoa! What a jank okay. take out wow. of you! Well, yeah. Standard Kyle with the uh, in there. I did not expect with that. the zag. <laughs> the zag, dude. We're Stephen just a bunch a. of ziggers and he zags. Be careful how you say that. I'm All right. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Like I keep that in the pot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're keeping yeah, that. He doesn't want that. We're, we're keeping that. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was kind of for it at first, and and kind of on the fence, but. I, I don't think I'm for it. I think it just benefits the longer players at this I think point. it benefits longer players more. It just benefits longer players. That's why Rory loves it. And Tiger now because he's There's another earthquake, Kyle. Was it? I disagree that it, ben- 
it benefits the longer players because they're the ones that are going to lose the most amount of yardage. Yeah, I think I'm going to go from. I think that's what happens. I I'm going to go from 250 to 242, <laughs> and Jeff's going to go from 320 to like 306. That's a difference. Yeah, for me it's not, right. but for Jeff it's going to be. Yeah, I think yeah. in my I guess opinion. You're right. Yeah, especially because I mean it, it should right because that's the reason why they're ruling it back. Yeah. So if it doesn't really affect the longer players, then what's the point of this? That's true. So I, I think. But I, does it put more premium on speed now? We'll have to see how they yeah, set. Of course, yeah. that's a good diminishing returns to think, a certain point. Yeah, yeah, I think it matters what they how they set up yeah. because the longer players obviously have more speed. So like, I mean, what's to stop them just getting a couple more miles per hour to make up that five percent? That's kind of why I think it kind of benefits them. But obviously, it depends on how they how, the how yeah how they do it. That was a crazy take, by Nico. The ones who hit it further have more speed. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. I'm just saying, like, I, I they just, can add more easier easier than like Zach Johnson. Yeah, Zach. They Johnson, have more in the tank. Zach Johnson's gone. I mean, Zach Johnson. Get off the well, tour, yeah, Zach. He's dead. I mean, yeah. he just needs to hook it a little bit more. It'll roll out a few extra yards. I will say that if Kevin Kisner and Tom Kim come out and start winning every event, they're going to change the ball. They'll put it back to what it was. <laughs> We're rolling it. Rory up. starts playing yeah. terrible. Tiger yeah. starts playing terrible. They're yeah. like, you know what, guys? It's better for golf to let's, change the ball. Let's create back. a marketing scheme now. <laughs> Players do not tee it forward like we asked them to on the commercials. So we need to roll the ball back up. <laughs> I'm a big fan of tee it forward. Oh, I, oh yes, yeah, you are. We know. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yes, you, you are, are, Kyle. You're one of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the hero real quick. We'll spend like 10 minutes on it. Uh, yeah. Nico, what's a bigger story? The Hero World Challenge or how Tiger looked? Tiger, for yeah, sure. sure. Let's Come talk on. about Tiger Woods. How do you think he did? I mean, I was I was pretty happy with the outcome. He looked good physically by the end of the tournament. And what was he? What did he end up? Even for, he ended for four up days? Even? So I'm I'm pretty hopeful. Is this where we're at? I mean, we're watching two telecasts of Tiger winning the Masters, and we're happy with him finishing 18th out of 20. We're just trying to get all of them that we can <laughs> at this point. Yeah, but was, was he on the week second in strokes gain off the tee? Uh, on the weekend, I don't know, but he's fourth no, for on the, the week. Oh, fourth for the week. For, yeah. Fourth for the week. That's, yeah. a that's great, incredible. That's, yeah. that's not his strength. Yeah, that's he's, why I think he'll get he'll get better. He'll I just do too. Like, get better. His strength. He's the greatest iron player of all time. His he was good both too. Ways. I thought. I didn't see this he was stat. actually 19th in putting for the week. Like, I'm never worried about Tiger's putting, chipping, or iron play. I'm yeah. always worried about how he drives He drives it, and he drove it fantastic, and his irons were horrific. He couldn't shape the shots. Like, it was always leaking when you try to draw it. It was either overhooking, yeah. just constantly. Did it seem like he was flushing it, just couldn't get it to move the way he wanted it to. Talked about his lack of commitment on some shots. And if any man needs commitment on his shots, it's Tiger Woods. And his iron shots because he's working it. Whereas <laughs> someone else is just kind of Dustin Johnson's like, make sure it cuts. He's shaking off the rust this week. That's all he's doing. Yeah. What rust? He's got he's to be Charlie every day. He's staying tight. Did you see Steve Sands ask them, who's better right now, Charlie or you? And I was like, what the <laughs> <laughs> I respect Tiger, that. I respect that question. Tiger, Tiger left handed is better than Charlie right now. <laughs> Tiger was like, well, I lean on him every year at the PNC, so I don't know why it'll be any different this year. Tiger, Tiger, once again, great job. <laughs> they asked him about John Rom going to live. He's like, you know, we're uh, working really hard to try and figure this stuff out, and, you know, we're just working day and night, and uh, yeah, a lot of things are changing this year. Thanks, Tiger. <laughs> so, Kyle, how would you think about Tiger's performance? Tiger's performance was so-so, but he's back, and he's only limping after a double bogey or worse. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that that's how you know he's he's ready to play. Jeff, feel free to stay silent in this segment if you don't want to talk about your fellow players. Yeah. Yeah. He will he'll commit to playing Riviera this year in WD on Friday. How dare you? After a Thursday, seventy six. Yeah. He's ready to go. He's going to play the four majors He's ready this year. To go. <laughs> Full blown. Forrest Gump with the shackles coming off. Full blown. He's going to go this year in the majors. He's just teasing us. I have a Stephen A. Smith hottest take once again. Tiger's too big. Oh. He's really big. Like, they, NBA players run into these problems. Like, Kevin Garnett, when he went to Boston, he lost weight. You know, Tim Duncan, towards the end of his career, lost weight to get pressure off their knees and their feet. They're too heavy. Yao Ming could have saved his career if he lost more weight. And so I think Tiger is way too big for his own good. Tiger likes being big. It's a part of his persona. It's a part of his persona. It's also part of his vanity. Like yes. He just, he doesn't, if he lost 20 pounds, he would still be the biggest guy out there. Who's bigger than him at, if he loses 20 pounds? I think that this is all he's yeah, got right now for intimidation. <laughs> Let him look Intimid massive. You're all about Josh. this tiger intimidation. <laughs> Let him look massive. I agree with that, man. I don't he's know, man. bunting at 177 ball speed right now. Arms. <laughs> Literally just, <laughs> just biceps. Shoulders. Yeah. Just biceps and shoulders. That's what I need for ball speed. Just a little flick of yeah, You just need to work shoulders, dude. Shoulders and biceps. I don't know. I still think he's too big. It can't, it can't be good for his back. It can't be good it for his body. Can't. It's too big. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I he mean, looks he looks in back, pain just all swings, arm swings. Yeah. yeah, he's got too much weight. <laughs> My second hottest take. It's not really a hottest take. It's a question. Tiger does not have the wins record. He is tied. Should he just play in the American Express Championship? And get that last one. No, he can't shoot twenty five under. You want you want him playing like I would love that. What do you mean? I would Man, it's it's hard because play Sony. Yeah. What's another no, easy Sony, one? No, Sony, they go like deep as hell too. No, he needs to play a fall series event and just take the yes, W. Play the yeah. Fortnite championship. He won't do it for legacy. Pay Max Homer to not joking. be a sponsor anymore. I think I think he should play the Sony. It's warm. It's warm? Yeah, that's what that's, I'm thinking. That's the warm He needs place. like a warm place and that it's like early where the course the is hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's early. Guys are probably taking two, three weeks off. Yeah. They probably played it for like a couple of days going into that week. Yeah. I was thinking perfect. like it's I was thinking like bad weather, but I was like, no, he can't play in the bad weather. Is that it's a bad cold. idea? No, it's a great idea. It's a bad idea because that will be known for his eighty third win and it Whatever. needs to be something. Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Do a Floyd Mayweather. Floyd I don't Mayweather. think I don't think anybody's gonna remember no, where his eighty third win is. I think they're just gonna I, remember that he won eighty three tournaments. I think Tiger <laughs> cares. I, I, I kinda yeah, see he where you're coming from. So he also cares about being massive. <laughs> Tiger, <laughs> slim just slim down, bud. Well, okay, he's wearing a medium. <laughs> so, Let's be real here. so this is your Stephen A. Smith hottest day. The shirt's too small. The He's shirt not that cuts big. off. I mean, right here. Remember, right here. Remember the year he had to cut his shirt? He had his caddy cut his shirt because he was wearing a shirt too tight at the Dude. armpits. Yeah, look it up. His hat. His hat looks like a yarmulke right now. It does. It fit. It's always fit. It's small. like this. Yeah, it like sits on the top. Right of his on head. top of his. Good thing it's a dry fit stretch stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But he's 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 aging more. The older you get, the higher the hat sits. Did you see? Did you see but the, the hat doesn't get smaller? Yeah, but I don't know. They just they just don't put it on all the like it's. Did you see what? Just go to your local golf course. Just look at eight. You'll be able to tell someone's age by how high the hat is. Did you see Phil's uh, liked tweets? Somebody put something out where somebody put something that's like 
Tiger's head really looking like the like he can hold a bowl of guacamole. <laughs> He's really on that Barry Bonds program. <laughs> and Phil like and that. Phil liked that. <laughs> Look. You know what? Phil's on something too, okay? So let's, yeah. it, let's keep it real here. That man lost some weight. He's, he's not quit. just doing keto. He's on some Korean like weight loss pill. You know, like. <laughs> I can say that because I'm Korean to the ones who are listening. <laughs> Have we talked about the tournament? I don't like. Sungjae? Uh, no, that's not Sungjae, you dumbass. That's Ben on. Ben that's Ben on. Sungjae. That's something Ben would do. Yeah. That's such a Ben on move. Yeah. yeah. Um, how did Ben on? I don't know what Did we talk about... Uh, um, did we have our 10 minutes on Hero yet? Uh, no, we did, no, we're on the 10 minutes on Hero. We spent about nine of them. All right. Scotty Scheffler finally gets over the hump. And wins the Hero World Challenge. Over the hump. I mean, he had 19 guys. 18, really, because Tiger was never going to win. <laughs> Is that a 17 sounds worse. No, he had one guy either. to beat. It was Victor Hovland. He finished second to him back-to-back years. Lost by two last year. Lost by one the year before. Finally gets over the hump, and he looked unbelievable. He was just chipping out of, like... He was the only guy chipping out of all those lies. He There's such so tight well, Bermuda... He hit it really well. He was second off the. He hit it unbelievable. His iron game. He was towards the end. His iron stats aren't going to show up because he was just like hit it to twenty five feet underneath the hole, safe side, twenty feet this side. And on seventeen, I was like so blown away. Everybody was hitting eight iron. It was landing about eight feet long to that very front pin on that part three. Wind behind them, they would hop to about twenty feet. You make a twenty footer, you make birdie. His ball sat like. Scotty hit nine iron, sent it straight into the air, and they're like, this ball is really high. And you hear the sound of the ball landing. and just, and he was the only one to have landed. Everyone else had this hop. And it's like three feet. Missed it, but. (laughs) I've been on the Scotty Scheffler train for over a year now. I still think he's going to be the first to get to double-digit majors. I don't know how you came up with that take. And has the most well-rounded <laughs> golf game yeah. of anyone on the PGA well, Tour. I agree with you now. He's, but a, like, I mean, he's who Jordan Spieth wants to be when he grows up. <laughs> <laughs> he is yeah. who... He is the white tiger. The white tiger. The white tiger. Jack no, Jack Jack had six shots. Scotty has nine. <laughs> I see what you mean. Fade, I, was, fade, I was a little fade. curious about what that meant. Um, I see, too, I see the, the windows... The um, windows. Scotty hits the body, not so every much. Every shot. Yeah. Jack and Scotty have kind of a similar body. Y- yeah. I mean, Jack, of- I heard, was like built. He was pudgy. Yeah. He was, yeah. That's true. He looks like the you know too? Scotty in person's big. He's tall. He's big tall. boy. He's very Jeff, tall. Yeah, very what's tall. your opinion on Scotty Scheffler's I, golf I, game? I, I wouldn't disagree with you. Like, I, I think, I think you can't deny what he's doing the last year and a half. That's yeah. true. It's, yeah. he's just, dominating and I, I honestly think it's a little bit more impressive than what tiger's done it, it, as a as a as a youngster because i think the level of competition is way way stronger yeah. than what tiger played wow that's it's a the hot whole take. Take. it is a very i can but, somewhat but agree I mean, with yeah, that i know yeah. it's, it's not it's not crazy to I say think, that i think the guys growing up now have are way more well-rounded in in terms of the golf play um and what he's doing against him it's pretty impressive 100 percent. i mean what, what's his, i saw the stat he was like 
17 tournaments in a row where he's finished top 10 or something like that? Top 15. <laughs> top 15. It's, yeah. That's he, insane. That's insane. He tied yeah, Tiger's yeah, record or he insane. just missed it I by one? like one of the yeah, worst players yeah. of all time. He said it was like the first to ever do it since Tiger, but mm-hmm. like right. since 2000 or something. But yeah. like who he's playing against is just right. different. Yeah, and while being one of the worst putters. Yeah. Too. And, 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 but like, I guess you could also say like he he's missing some of the top players in the world too because with Liv and all that. Mm. But... It, it still can't take away from the fact that he what he's doing is is pretty unreal. Yeah, yeah. and nobody takes it to the level of Tiger because I think it's just maybe it's they don't want to see take. it that That's way. That's Stephen A. Smith hottest take. I mean, the yeah, level of is, consistency yeah. putting so poorly. Can I give a a Stephen A. real quick? Hit us with the Stephen A. This is somewhat backtracking, but with the current system of how players get to the big stage, Scotty Scheffler, in my opinion, would not be who he is if it was just two years later. He wouldn't have had the opportunity to play in the events that he did and win the way he did and become who he is. He might have done it later on down the line, but you'll never know. Yeah. What do you think? That's a great Stephen A. Smith, honestly. I'll also agree with that, too. We got to come up up with a name for that. What's a (laughs) mid-take? Who's the mid-take? Yeah, what would be like uh, just below Stephen A.? We could do a dump take as Max Kellerman. That's I want du- Iguodala. Yeah, that's not that's not on that level. That's for sure. No, that's it. That's a Stephen A. Smith hottest take. A dumb well, I didn't take think that like, was that hot though. So I'm saying just below. You that. don't think that's a hot take? Not really. To, be to say that the guy who's finished twenty top fifteens in a row, no, like you said, it would happen teams? eventually, but it just see, it wouldn't yeah. happen as quick. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Too. Yeah. He could have got the yips on the corn ferry and not made it. You know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Another. That's kind of. And take. like Logan Olson <laughs> isn't going to make him a putter. Yeah, who's this guy, by the way? Yeah, who's Logan? He's been he's been one of the, like the craftsmen of putters for a while now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Josh Olsen. would know that. Yeah. <laughs> like he's t- been a I've never like Tyson, looks like the same thing as Tyson Lamb. Tyson Lamb esque, but I think Logan has made way more like like very. It's a little eerie, pieces. you know. Logan Olson, Scotty Cameron, same syllables there. What is this? The Illuminati makes putters? Like what? somewhat, but it looks just like a damn Scotty Cameron. That Why can't he Max, use it? Max Kellerman. That's a Max Kellerman. I want Igor Dollar. He wants Logan. <laughs> That's what that is. All right, let's let's run through. Do you these like real that? Quick. Do we like that putter? What do we think? It, 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 I, mean, I, I know Josh has a take. It's I a like the hairs blade. on the top. Too thick. I, that, yeah. Oh yeah, the hairs on the top are yeah. Yeah. the hairs. Literally, throw up. Yeah. He was uh he was fourth in strokes gain putting until the last round and then he was dead last in strokes gain in the last round and was bogey yeah. free. He hit it so yeah. good. He hit it really well. Yeah. Uh to win a tournament finishing. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, Not bad strokes gain putting. So you got another hot take? Okay. Uh so oh, I am God. putting to talk about this tournament, I'm putting him in the guys who need a putting lesson. Okay. So I'm still putting Scotty in the Kenya needs a putting lesson. Justin Thomas, third place, second in strokes gained T to green, but 16th in putting. It's his third straight top five. How are you feeling? He's kind of looking back to the vintage JT, hitting a grade, not putting well. You know, yeah, what's, I mean, he's what's trending. new? He's trending. He's trending. Yeah. You know, the eye test, it seemed like he put it all right. Yeah, I thought so too. Maybe he just had a lot of close looks, but... Yeah, I just think he's not making... Well, what would you say, Jeff? For strokes gained, you got to make a lot of eight-footers. If he makes a three-footer, it's over. Yeah. You're losing strokes. I think think it's like 
it, it's hard to say with with stroke skiing with putting because if you yeah. have if you have that many nine footers ten footers and you miss two or three yeah. you, you're you're yeah you're, I, you're, I think it's just more i think they weigh it heavily that way yeah so I, it's hard it's hard with strokes gang putting um when you miss that many short putts mm. but I, yeah. yeah i mean it's it's not it's not a short putt like from eight feet it's eight, eight feet 50 percent yeah. you're, you're going to you're going to miss a quite a few to, few of those but obviously if you're playing well that week you're you're expected to make yeah 90 percent of those eight like feet is like the classic dad on the couch he sees the tv thinks it's a four footer and he's just <laughs> like, like as soon as he's like oh, I you miss that. uh, that's, that's low that was low all the so way true. that's literally my dad on the couch yeah that's so, what yeah. i was watching tiger at augusta right now yeah kyle you had a take not this yet is re- this is regarding rory this will be all later right. this will be later 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 all right so i also think i will just never forget the sports science that espn put together where they were like when you're putting the Percentages that you make for that same putt for par are way higher than for birdie. It's three percent, and the fear of making bogey is greater than the desire for birdie. Thousand percent agree. And so yeah, I agree. think that has to go into strokes. Like, how do you? You can't really calculate that. I get that. Um, but I think that's a part of it. That being said, this is a pattern for JT. He's not a great putter, uh, and so if he gets that more back to where he was in 2017 when he had his great year, look out. I think. Uh, Still not as high on JT. How do you think he did this week? You're no, just I, wait to see, wait and see, right? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, wait and see. Time will tell. How it JT, was such a bad year last year. He didn't make yeah. the playoffs. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he plays well again this year. But we'll. I mean, he's a superstar, generational talent. So right. we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Next on the list of they need a punting lesson. Tony Finau. Fourth in strokes gain, tee to green, and 13th in putting. But on the back nine, he had these two bunker shots. One where he hit it, as soon as he hits it, he looks down. It landed like hole high, kind of checked out, went to like 12 feet. was like into the wind, a pretty basic bunker shot. And then he had this long-ish bunker shot on the par 5, 15? Um, and he like bladed it. it. sounded funny. I don't know if there's a rock, but he hit it to like 80 feet. And I had flashbacks. Last week, we did the rewatchables on Tiger 2019, where Tony almost four-putted. On number five, and it's just these are the things where you just look and you're just like, Tony does things that Tony hits shots that not a lot of people can hit, but Tony does things that not a lot of champions do, and it's you know it's well said. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. well said. Yeah. He said last year he had a knee injury. First I heard of it. Yeah, and he was like played all year. Yeah, we do this for a living, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's been working out with the Utah Jazz five times a week. He's supposedly in the best shape of his life. Lost some weight. That's as sick. That's Tim awesome. Duncan did, as Kevin Garnett did, <laughs> and as Tiger Woods should do. <laughs> so you're saying I should start cutting. <laughs> Nico? <laughs> All right. Any, do you guys have any takes on Tony Fino or Justin Thomas? Any thoughts? I don't think anything is going to fix Tony Finau's putting. I mean, it's been bad like his whole career. He's looking more and more fidgety too. He's like trying to. He said, and they more said on the more. telecast. I mean, it's really hard to be more fidgety. Yeah, than he, he does this thing at setup where he does like a little like wiggle dance, and they said he's trying to relax. And I'm like, it reminds me of like Kevin Durant shooting a free throw. You know when he trying like grabs the ball, he does his little shimmy. And I'm like, but Kevin Durant looks good when he does it. Tony looks like he's Tony looks like, like trying to him. grab a cactus. You know, in my mind, the easiest way for a bad putter to get better. Speed training. No, to accept they're a bad putter. 
Is that he's yeah? Eliminate I, I all think expectations. Already, yeah. No, I think he's accepted that. Yeah. And as Hogan would say, hit it closer. Yeah. Tony's That's, trying. He changed his swing and became oh, yeah. like a better iron. Tony player. does hit it close. Yeah. And he just still can't make it. I'm pretty shocked Tony hasn't tried the lab putter yet. I am too. Like, just do it. I'm sure he has. He's he's had to have called up Lucas and be yeah. like. What's the deal? Why Lucas? Which one should I get? <laughs> Lucas Glover. What do you mean? Why not call the people who own lab? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Which one should you I get? call Lucas Glover. Which one should I get? Luke, have you seen Lucas putt? I would I, call him I know, first. But I just can't I imagine Tony yet. and Lucas grabbing a beer. I don't know. I hit one of those. No, I can't imagine that either, but. Incredible. I can't imagine them talking about yipping together. That's for sure. <laughs> you you like the lap putter? Oh, I hit it yesterday. It's incredible. Is it really? It's it's yeah. incredible. The only one I saw was my roommate had one, but it was like a center shaft and massive one. <laughs> That's and the one we hit. The, no, it wasn't massive. It wasn't massive. I know the massive one that you're talking about. Yeah, the center yeah. shaft and winged no, one. No, the, no, it's no, the other one looks like a spaceship from Star Wars. It looks like a map on a puzzle. Yeah, it, and it's it has massive. a round grip. It's massive. And he's like, yeah, this the, thing is the best thing I've ever. This heard. guy had a round grip on it too. I also think it, it takes a certain s- mental spot for you to go and try the lab and decide to put it in in the bag. I was ready to. It, I, I mean, I it think, I think, yeah, I think I think Tony's still maybe in that area where he's like, I just need a little bit more work on it. I think uh, I can find it. Still. I think you can find it. And <laughs> I don't no, know. I think I think labs another level. Lab the lab, lab and putter. Jordan combo Jordan shoe combo would be crazy. I mean. <laughs> As soon as you as soon as you hit the ball off that putter, it sounds Camilo. when you hit that ball off the putter, I mean it just sends just shockwaves to your brain of just greatness. Really? Yeah, it's it's yesterday, crazy. Like this yeah. earthquake we just had? Yeah, it's we crazy. We played golf yesterday and I had a few too many drinks, so I was extra chatty on the putting green afterwards. And I asked this guy with a lab putter to try his putter. Unbelievable piece of equipment. You were hammered. You, I was you, you hammered. have no sand. Are you sure the alcohol so wasn't think about the this. reason why I was hammered? And this thing's rolling right down the line. <laughs> That's like, all I need. This putter looks great. It's like Jordan Belfort driving the car. All three he thinks of them he's driving amazing. straight, but he's hitting like every car on the way home. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Jordan Speed, fifth and strokes gain T degree, and a swing look better to me. That's all I have written down. Uh, it just looks more fluid. He doesn't have that like really long pause and he's not leaning at the top. And if anyone knows me, I hate a lean at the top, even though that's what I work on. Well, weird, but I think Jordan looks at JT and JT went through one year of being in a rut and got out of it per se. And Jordan's like, well, I've been in it for seven. How come I can't get out of this? I just need to stop caring. Sometimes the solution to a problem is there is no problem. Just play golf. Okay, so let's get this. Kyle's guide to good golf. Stop caring, except you're a bad putter. <laughs> and all things will be taken care of. Except <laughs> you're bad, and then try and put the ball in the hole. Right, with the lab putter. Lab, yes. crosshand, yeah. whatever gets your you know boat afloat. Now, the last two people I have to talk about are the little guys at war. Colin Morikawa and Matt Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> Little guys at war. <laughs> Colin Morikawa gets a penalty for he used the level during a practice round and wrote the slope down on his green. They've recently gotten rid of Straka books, right? Mm-hmm. It's illegal now. It's illegal to have the Straka book, so he's just essentially writing his own Straka books. Yeah. So that makes sense to me if you're going to get rid of Straka books. Why even get rid of Straka books? Like, who cares? But if you're going to do that, um, 
then you can't write notes. Were you aware of this, Jeff? Yeah, everything has to be. I think that the word was um, the information that you write down. You get has to be physically done. Yeah, um, and not not use using outside equipment. Yeah, yeah. something like that. So it's based off of your perception yeah, instead so of a machine. If you, if you if you write down, like you can write down slope on and say two point three or whatever. Um, that's fine because you assume that it's two point three and you've done the work to get it but you can't just kind of put a level out there and say that's 2.3 and write down sections of the green and say whatever slope it is and how did matt fitzpatrick know this because fitzpatrick would have done it before yeah but how did he know that did colin it, has just that seen out? his book colin looking at the book on a putting green uh didn't deal i thought it was something that he did on the practice putting green yeah, yeah he used a level on the practice putting green before the round and he thought that was okay and he wrote the caddy wrote in the book oh i see well, no, he got penalized for the fourth hole. He got a two-stroke penalty for the fourth hole. Oh, is that when he, he got called? the it? book. Gotcha. But isn't a range finder with slope an outside that device? Is, that is kind of odd to me. I wonder what... I, I don't know exactly what happened, so yeah. I don't know the details of it, but that, that seems odd. I wouldn't be surprised if he can't write down slope. The only thing I would say about the situation is I think Fitzpatrick should have gone to Colin and asked Colin to notify the rules official himself instead of Matt going to the rules official directly I see. and causing some sort of confusion. Because it makes Matt, whatever it truly was, it makes him look like he snitched on Colin Right at the end it's of the day. It's not a very good look. Not it's a not a good look. look. And it's it's a 20 piece per 20 people field. <laughs> like, yeah, talk to it's a very, more account. It's, it's a not very going weird thing anyways. to happen at, yeah. at, a, like, at a Tiger Woods <laughs> yeah, like Fitz, World Challenge. Fitzpatrick like, ain't coming back next year. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem right that someone called him out on that. Yeah. Here's my resolution to the problem you get Morikawa's dogs with little mittens on his feet. And then I'm sure Fitzpatrick has the same exact type of dog. Just let him fight. Whoever wins gets the The Michael Vick of dogs that wear mittens. And they'll do it on a private jet. <laughs> so little guys at war with little dogs? <laughs> Foundation. Oh, that was that was crazy. That was an aggressive yeah. take. That was that was pretty You crazy. can take that one out if you want. <laughs> Um, Holy shit! Supposedly, it's it's it was very clear from day one that you're not allowed to do that. Supposedly, and he and Colin said Colin, it wasn't clear. Like Colin said it wasn't clear. And yeah, he said it was okay. And supposedly, supposedly it's very clear. And he called out an official. Was like, I was more upset with the official that I was warming up, and the official uh, didn't come for five minutes. And he was five minutes late. Like, if you have something to tell me, just come and tell me. Like, be there on time. And I'm like, Colin, one, you're like, you're out of the tournament, kind of, right? I guess you weren't, I guess he was only three or four shots back, but it's a 20-man field. You're on a live interview. Just take the L and get out. Just be like, I, you know, I messed up. And uh, now I learned. That's true. <laughs> was petty about the five men late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, he said it like he wished the guy would have been more direct. Right. Or don't beat around the bush. Like. Yeah. I met Colin one time. And he was the nicest guy in the world. I'm out on Colin Morikawa. Whoa. Whoa. This is when he was in college. Nicest guy. Also, I think his like petite nature makes him look nicer. Nicer? 
Would he look nicer in olive pants? Oh, I mean, yeah. Probably. I love, I love yeah. good olive pants. Matching mittens with the dog. With the dog. <laughs> yeah, he would look pretty good at that. And the dog mittens. Um, Colin, uh, regarding his golf game, struggled with his irons this week, but he did go to a new coach, Mark Blackburn. Uh, looked like he's trying to turn his hips more on the backswing. On the backswing? Yeah, I was going to say. On which side? Um, yeah, me too. He, and he said, I, um, it's not good that I've had two back issues mm-hmm. at my age, at the age of 25. Neither of which have supposedly come from a swing. One from the gym. One was a spasm. But he said that's how he's trying to alleviate it. It's for sure from his downswing. Yeah. It's for sure from his backswing plus downswing combination. Uh, yeah, I thought he's, he's so always rotated. Good. I mean, that's why he's so good, but not on the back. Not on the backswing. It's always he's always kind of retained the flex. He's like didn't. Oh, yeah. Well, his right foot pointed the ball, and he literally doesn't turn going back. Doesn't strain his leg. I'm not so Austin's big on straining the right leg to really leave and flaring out the right foot. Yeah, I'm more like just turn the hip flexor, like flex the hip and turn. Um, like even Jason Day, he's fixed his back. He hasn't strained his leg much, in my opinion. I think he's just opened it up more. Yeah, people are going crazy. Like when they're like, "Oh, he sw- changes swings so much." I'm like, he's increased his knee flex change maybe like an inch. Yeah. Okay, from uh, 1995 until now, uh-huh. who has been successful with a massive swing overhaul? Tiger Woods. That's the only answer. Yeah. So who else has times. been successful? Mm, yeah. I Ricky mean, Fowler's done it. Yeah. I don't even know if you could say Ricky Fowler. I mean, it's well, not he's massively. trying to do it. He's in I the mean, act I think it's of pretty doing massive. It. But I don't yeah. think it's been good. Well, I mean, from his day one where he whipped it out and whipped it around. Jordan or? tried. Where's Jordan? Yeah. I have really f- hurt Jordan. Rory isn't open about it but the swing changed yeah he's open no he's open about it he's like it did me a disservice i bryson got in my head he said quote bryson got in my head a little bit and i started chasing speed i, I think saw it hurt me a little bit yeah so bryson i think it just changed happened. bryson changed. is he playing better than skinny bryson probably the same i think it's the same I as well so. but i think roy's swings kind of changed like the last year or two yeah, like yeah it's, it's gotten more in and more hitting yeah, up and trying yeah. to hit like big high draws I don't so think he tries. To I think I think Bryson's actually better now. You think so? Oh, I think, I think so I too. Yeah. He, I think he's better now, but his win percentage is basically the same. Like he was starting a trend when he went to that distance. Like I think he was starting to figure yeah. out the tour what? But then he played that Masters, calling it a par sixty-seven, and fully ejected. Yeah, <laughs> it's, he hasn't shot. He's not shot under par since he called it a par. Hasn't sniffed a major, but the PGA. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, did he really get better? Is my yeah. Do players get better with a swing overhaul? It's tough. But then, like like Jeff will tell you, like it's never an overhaul. You're, like, you're always working on stuff, and it's just like a I gradual overhaul. Yeah. And, you're always working on something. And if something. you're not yeah. like watching out for it, it looks like an overhaul because like Rory one day, no one's telling him no. He just swings as hard as he can. And one day he wakes up, he's like, I'm under and across the line. Like, I, I definitely think Rory went through a swing change that purposefully wouldn't. I don't know. I think I think yeah. I honestly think he did to maybe get rid of his overdraws. I was going to say bit he, since, he drew the since ball his younger lot. days, but I think his younger days swings were way better. Well, um, in person, you've seen it. He doesn't draw it that much. No, he doesn't. It's he exactly. just aims left and just blocks it. Yeah, it's I, like, it's, it's it's pretty straight. Yeah, um, I wish I saw it when he was younger and how it would have been like, but it's it's not that much of a curve. Yeah, but it definitely does look different from when he was younger. So whatever it is that he's done, it has changed. Right. Um, but yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it was an overhaul, but he's definitely worked on stuff. And a yeah. lot of guys on tour work on things every week. Everyone's um, working on something, yeah. right? Yeah, and, it gets and, and off, they're trying to get I mean, better at something. Yeah. Um, and, like, if Bo Hossler comes out and goes, I'm going through a massive swing overhaul, it's like, who the hell cares? Yeah. <laughs> we, it's, Josh it's and I have had this argument see. in one of the most, like, first podcasts we ever did if about Ricky Fowler changing his swing and can he be the same player. Yeah. And I said that he can, and I'm actually backtracking on that now. I was I was dubious. I was very worried about Jason Day and Ricky Fowler. Jason Day is another one. He and changed his like, swing. Yes, he has won, but he won against not the fields he would beat. Back he's played in the better day. though, and he competed a lot. Yeah, he's so, competing. I a mean, lot I think both nowadays. both of them. It's just, it, it. They're more successful than the swings that they had before. Um, are they at their peak? Probably not. But, but also, like, I think like better years. when Jason Day was playing well, I think he was in the prime of his career age yeah. wise. Yes, so and it's I, like I mean yeah. I think he played really good golf with that swing too. Yeah, right? like so, I mean, yeah, but he was trending downward. Then he did an overhaul and trended. Now a he's lot of guys back like upward. do overhauls after the prime of their career. Like yeah. golf prime is like twenty six to thirty five. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, guys are still young at that time on tour. Yeah, and I'm glad I was wrong on that. Like I was very very doubtful that Ricky and J Day were going to have good years as a swing instructor. I was going through an existential crisis of like, do I even try to fix swings overhaul or do I just make little tweaks? And I think Jeff will be the first to tell you that I've changed a lot as a swing instructor. I've just become very much like, what's the ball doing? Well, if you do this, the ball won't do that. But um, I think, I think J day and Ricky have had great years with those swing overhauls and it's been a great success. And I have hope in golf swings again. What about Jordan? Yeah, that's, that's a horror story, but that's fine. I don't know about horror story, but yeah. <laughs> It, those yeah. those are tough though because like you never really know if exactly what was going on for him to say that he needs to make a change because maybe whatever it was that he was doing started going a little sideways or the old characteristics of his swing kind of kind of finally caught up to him and yeah. he decided to make those changes and he was probably already in the middle of not playing too great so yeah it, it's tough to see exactly what point it was that like, yeah, that thing right there that you try to change is the reason why you, you've kind of struggled. Right. Um, I think, and, yeah. and maybe because he was struggling he goes, Oh, well, like let's just change the whole thing or let's, let's figure something out what's going on here. So it's hard. And like guys like Ricky and J day, they, they made a lot of those changes because they had to like their bodies injuries yeah. and whatnot. Hurting, I agree. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Ricky's not on record, but uh, from what we know, yeah, he had some serious It was for his injury. back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that might be a little bit different, like, because he might have been fine the way he was hitting it, but he couldn't play golf the way he wanted to with his back and stuff. So it was more of a necessity for him to do. Um, I think that that's kind of a little different, too. Because yeah, if it's a necessity, sure. your brain kind of goes, oh, I have to do this. It's nothing to do with looks or anything like that. It's just I, I need my body to, to be able to handle the golf swing. So... I think it's a little different. Yeah. Everyone's always working on stuff, but yeah. 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 But an overhaul, tiger, pretty aggressive. you just get bored of playing good golf and you go, <laughs> yeah. I gotta make it a little yeah. difficult. I won the masters <laughs> by 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just a, f- but I miss hit that pitching wedge on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still think this is my Stephen A. Smith hottest take award about uh, Stephen A. Smith hottest take about Jordan Spieth. I think it's just, the whole, he got married and got a little sidetracked. I still will never forget the interview where he was like, I had to tell my wife, like, I'm going to, 
you know, start practicing a little bit more and you're not going to be happy about it and all that. Like, I just think life got in the way. I remember that. And With I remember that swing. being an excuse. You just tossed it on his wife. I don't know. I think, I think he, I think he just like life stuff happened. Plus he was trying to change his swing while not being able to put the same time in. And it's just having like a kid. having a kid. I think I'm going to put it on that. But I also think what Jordan was trying to do for his game wasn't good because he was the best iron player on tour and he was holding out wedges more than my putter. He was and holding them one handing them. Yeah. And I mean, he's he, still doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that but guy he holds out more than anybody. Best iron player out there. And then I think he was tired of swinging two miles an hour less than his buddy JT and being out driven by 25 and tried to hit up on it. And that was that. Um, anyways, God, this we got to move on. <laughs> All right, the Australian Open, Minwoo Lee, star, couldn't get it done. And the lift golfer won, Joaquin Neiman. God, he's good. Any questions? Yeah, he's so good. And then uh, another lift tour player won in South Africa. And in, in Dean Burmester, who Austin has put money on in the past. Yeah, he's a friend <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> yep. Dean's friend of the pretty podcast. fire. Huh? Dean's pretty fire. Yeah, yeah. Dean, Dean Burmester. He's still on live, yeah. He's like... Um, he was like top 50 in the world. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's why that's I live wanted him. Um, all right. We had like 10 other things to do, but I think uh, we got to take a break. We're at okay. an hour and 20. Do the leaderboard and we'll call it. We're back with the leaderboard. This is our version of the draft. And this week, the subject of the leaderboard is the top two ways, since there's five of us, to become a PGA Tour golfer or top traits. And that is in light of Jeff being here, who has played in six PGA Tour events. And so he would know better than we would, but we're going to chime in anyways. And I'm going to go first. You need money. Whether that's sponsors, that's whether that's wow. family, that's whether that's pick. Jordan that, that Speed's could be the number father. One. That's, Unlimited that money. is number one. <laughs> that is Jordan Speed's father and the PIF, or PIP, whatever that whole thing is. Uh, you need money. That's a great pick. That Thank is you. a great phenomenal. Yeah. Pick. That is a great pick. All right, Jeff, go ahead. Um, I'm going to say right now you need distance. Yeah. Why? You need to, you need to be long. Really? Yes. How long? How long? I <laughs> longer the better. I mean, I think the best players in the world are every single one of them is in the top 15 at least. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's just such a big advantage to be long. Um, if you're the top 10 guy on, on tour, you're probably hitting at least a club shorter than everybody else on every yeah. every shot. How firm those greens are. With how firm the green is, it's just such a big advantage. And some of these courses are older. Like, these bunkers are exactly, like, 290. Yeah. And some of these guys are carrying it just, like, 304. It's just those bunkers aren't even... They're not even sniffing those bunkers. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just so such a big advantage. Right. To, you clear those bunkers, you're 30, 40 yards in front of the guys that can't. Right. They're, they're most get, likely going to lay up to short of those bunkers, and you get a downslope bounce. And yeah, and, and you're you're attacking those right. those holes very very differently than than those guys. And I think, um, really, no amount of money can really take yeah. that kind of advantage. <laughs> I I will say like because those guys they're on tour they're hitting it straight as well. Yeah. When I played in match play with a European tour golfer and Sean Crocker, your former teammate USC, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. When I play match play against him, I was literally like, this guy's 40 longer than me and straighter than me. 
And I literally just felt dejected, especially because of match play. And I was like, how am I going to beat this guy? And I'll just never forget that like feeling of like being dejected. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think what Tiger did long time ago, what do you, oh, yeah. what do you say in match place? He, he hit purposely hit iron off the tee. So he's behind the guy. So he couldn't hit first. Like right. that's, you just don't do that anymore. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Jeff if is, you, if you can hit one club less than the guy and hit a shot later, I, I'd absolutely hit a shot later. Especially just, <laughs> just to be able to hit it, you know, with the golf ball, with the, with the greens, ball and you hit one less yeah. club, you're, you're going to be closer to the good person. Yeah. All right. Stin. Man, this is a tough one. Um, this is a chalk answer, but I have to go with, you have to be a good putter. Oh, is that a shock wow. answer for that him? Is I don't know if that's answer. Answer. I mean, have you ever said that? Yeah. <laughs> just shut up. Just, I mean, <laughs> so yeah, there's like being a bad putter on the PGA tour. You're averaging 29 and a half right. 30 putts. And even like that's, you can have 30 putts and feel like you putted well for the day. And don't get me wrong. Like there's guys putting that have 23 putts and they're hitting eight, nine greens. Like you, it's really hard to have 23 putts or 22 putts when you're hitting 14, 15 greens. But you know, when you're hitting 14, 15, 16 greens and still keeping it under 30 putts, I mean, that's, that's not easy. Yeah. Like making putts is not easy. And <laughs> can I ask you a question? <laughs> no, it's not your turn. Okay. <laughs> then I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Out of the top 125 players on tour, uh-huh. if you were to eliminate putting, would they still be there? <laughs> you like my question? Top 125 guys, would they still be on tour? If you if were you to eliminate, eliminate putting, putting from the game? 100%. <laughs> would the top 125 players in the world still be there if you were to eliminate everything but putting? They're just putting. Why are you asking me the stat that I told you? Because this, this, this is I your argument you for the last 10 years. Uh, no, no, now you're saying surprising. putting yeah. is the number one thing. I had to go with a chalk answer. I couldn't think of anything, okay? Just give answer me a break. Answer my question. No. Top 125 no. players in the world, if you take away everything but putting, are they still there? Not, not all 125 of them. Okay. Harry Hall would be in there. He would. The putt <laughs> world champion would be there. There's a massive mini golf tournament in South Carolina. He'd there's be world number Vegas one. Too, is think. there? Yeah. Dude, they go nuts when they it's, make it. it. I mean, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle? Okay. I'm not going to say the chalk answer because it's boring. I'm going to say to be a professional golfer, you have to be ex- excruciatingly specific. Oh. You are Very not aiming at a tree trunk. You're aiming at the right edge of the tree trunk. You are not aiming at the flag. You're aiming two feet left or two feet right of the flag. It's not 175 yards. It's 174 yards. You have to be excruciatingly specific. Your seven iron goes 174. Your eight iron, you know, yeah. goes 163. Yeah, we know that. We talking yardages were like, uh, is it? So it's about three yards of wind. If it's 152 raw, then we're playing it like 156. And that's the way we kind of talk. Right. And then if you, if you're, that's the way we'll talk and we'll feel comfortable over a shot like that. I don't know who we is. Jeff will feel comfortable over a shot when we say 156, not 152 with half a club of wind. Norman in his prime had his caddy give him a half yardage. Yeah. It's 173 and a half. Right. John Daly fired his caddy for telling him it was 175 when it was 173. And that's John Daly. Incredibly 
That's John Daly. That's John exactly. Daly. Yeah. So you have to be incredibly specific. In Love my that answer. I, I, answer. I would 100% agree with that. That's yeah. answer, that's, yeah. That was one of the things that was very difficult for me Like when I first played my event, tour event. Cause aiming you, away from pins? Well, or? aiming away from pins and you, you get probably realistically like a three, four yard window um, to hit into to get close enough at 15 feet. That's, that's a pretty close close shot from certain, certain pins out there. Yeah. So at your level, one yard that, matters, right? Absolutely. So you hitting a 152-yard shot with a cut at whatever trajectory and being able to land it at 152 is a huge, huge advantage. And you need to be able to do it or else you're putting from 30 feet. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. You need to be very, very specific with your numbers um, and everything, really. Like, you don't want to, you want to putt and go, that's ah, about two balls out. Right. But uh, it's one and a half yeah, in actuality. You want to you be exact. And that's, that's one of the reasons why, like, Strucker books are banned now, yeah. I think, because yeah. it gives guys a very big advantage of being able to be very specific with how far away, uh, what speeds that they're going to hit their putts to, to make it. So yeah. that's a good answer. There you go. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, all right. I'm going to say like, like really knowing your game. And what I mean by that is just kind of your misses and kind of along with Bukal, it said like, like how far you hit your clubs. Yeah. Really knowing your game. If there's OB left, you know, those guys like they don't make big numbers. So like if they feel like they miss it left that day, they're just going to block it right. If they really feel un- uncomfortable. So let me ask you a question. What ball flight does Rory McIlroy hit? High draw. What ball flight does Scotty Scheffler hit? High cut. What ball well, fight? He hits a lot of but. Yeah. What ball fight did Jason Day hit in his prime? High draw. It's just like we know what they hit yeah. better than we know what we hit. For sure. And that's why. No, yeah. He, that's yeah, why right. we don't know our games and they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they know, they know their yeah. misses. They know their landing spots. They know their spins. Yeah. They know their game. And they know how to not miss it one way. Exactly. I'm not going to say yeah. hit it one way. Yeah. Not miss it one way. Exactly. Yeah. That was the, kind of the main thing, but. And love that. To add to that, I would say, as an example, Zach Johnson laid up every single hole at Augusta National when he won the Masters because he knew his game. Mm-hmm. He cannot hit hybrid or five wood into that green. So he's going to lay up and he's going to hit wedge in. You know why? Perfect example. Too firm. No one could hold those bunker shots. That's why. Guys like Zach Johnson win Masters. I think he went of 12 Woods. of 14 yep. for birdies in that Masters. Yeah. So Never again. Though. Well deserved. Never again. Nico, you go again. Oh, I go again. Ooh, man. I kind of started off hot, I thought. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. For my number two pick, pretty chalk answer. It's going to be Iron Game. Yeah. Simple as that. The greatest of all time, in my opinion. The greatest. Tiger Woods. Yeah. He's a great iron, iron player. player. Most great players were good iron players. Right. And you want to you want a short birdie putt. You can hit it far, but you better have a short birdie putt if you're gonna shoot on par. Yep. Yep. Chalk. <laughs> great answer. Love that answer. You know why? Why? Because to have great iron play, in my opinion, you need to have creativity. Okay. Yeah. I think creativity, yeah. the ability to make something out of nothing, is and work it both ways, and all to work it both ways, is a true characteristic of a person who can play on the PGA Tour. Yeah, it's 
That's good. Agreed. That's that's a good that's a good one. Yep. And that's what golf is. That's what golf that's is. That's what golf it's is. It's not about how good you hit it. It's about how you miss yeah, that's, it. Right. That's oh, Kyle. Some great answers. Right. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Good job, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I still shoot seventy nine all the time, guys. That's so. <laughs> why so I have a podcast. <laughs> Stood. Um, the next one I'd have to say is be able to hit clubs different yardages. Mm. There's no such thing as one speed with the best players in the world. Yeah. The best players in the world can hit different speeds to alter trajectory and alter spin to get the ball closer to the hole. Right. And if you are a good player that has yet to learn how to do that, there start yesterday. Right. I mean, start going to the range and hitting seven iron, 140, 130, learning how to flight it down, learning how to, you know, skip the ball into greens if you need to, because you're going to play in different conditions, different firmness, different winds, and you need to change the ball flight, change the spin of the ball, and the best players in the world can do that. I don't know if you remember at Golf Digest, Johnny Miller used to have like a little section where he would write something. And he said he asked, I don't remember who he said he asked. It was like Snead or Hogan, some legend, right? He's like, hey, what do you have from 100 uh, yards? Snead, yeah, I've heard this. And he's like, what do you have from 100 yards? He's like, every club. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I don't think you understood my question. And he goes, no, I don't think you understood my answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's sick. Yeah. Exactly. Such yeah. a like yeah, it does 80s like golfer Snead. answer. Yeah. Anyways. Jeff? Um, I'm going to say the attitude of not caring. Oh, it's, it's like a careful art, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's kind of weird, I guess for some people, but I think the more you care, you, you actually kind of put a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah. So it, it's kind of going back to what you were saying of having money. Um, <laughs> but it, it, yeah. it, it is because if you're, if you're a guy that's living paycheck to paycheck, after a tournament, um, one shot really means a lot to you. Right. Um, and you get guys like John Rahm is going to get $600 million. That one shot don't mean anything other than I want to hit the best shot I can possibly hit at this time. And I think that kind of goes into the attitude of the way you look at golf, um, being able to enjoy it and kind of like to make the situation a little less serious than it really is. Cause in the end it's, just, it's just a game. Yeah. yeah. So game. you know how to do I, I'd it. Say, I'd say yeah. at the highest level to be able to be playing on the PGA Tour, you kind of have to have that attitude of not caring too much because yeah. we, we care so much just already. So, yeah. 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 That's a great answer. It's, would you say Q, second stage of Q school has more pressure than a PGA Tour event? Yes, absolutely. I would I was say without one, a doubt. <laughs> I was actually pl uh, talking with uh, another player, and we we're saying if you can play golf at second stage at the highest level, yeah. you'll play golf anywhere in the world, right. no problem. I think those guys age the yeah. most. It, oh yeah, it's, it's, so it's more scary than first stage because every shot matters so much, yeah. and you wait one year for this. You have yeah. one chance for one yeah. week. Yeah, you can play golf, the best golf for fifty-two, fifty-one weeks of the year. One week you play bad, you're done. Because first stage, yeah. if you don't make it's it, so, it's yeah. so brutal. I'd say yeah. like I say like um, I tell my friends, I was like, yeah, you know, Q school is basically a job interview that you can only do one time. One time, yeah. If you don't make it, you're sitting out for a year and you're kind of jobless. Both. And it's all on you. Yes, right. Yeah. Exactly. There's no one to it's, blame. Yep. Other than yourself, and that's a lonely feeling when but you don't succeed. Second yeah. stage has to be more nerve wracking than first stage or final stage. 
Yeah. Because um, finals, like you technically have. Yeah, I, I think final stage is very. The final stage feels more like a normal tournament. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Second stage and even first for a lot of people, because if you're not, if you're not into, if you don't get through first stage, you're not getting into second stage. Yeah. How many? You know, so I think it's the same feeling, but obviously second stage is just you're right there. Yeah. Um. So that that pressure of just being so close and um having to to make it through this stage knowing what it means that's yeah. the, the pressure of that you just it's not the same thing as trying to win a pj tournament or a major or anything like that yeah because i think i think those tournaments are more more of like we kind of want it yeah um we, we, still want, have a job. we want to be kind of you know whatever a major champion yeah, yeah. but you still have a job uh, but you day. still have and the security yeah, yeah exactly but the p uh the q school's pressure is like you just you need it yeah you don't if you don't make it through here you're kind of done yeah so it's crazy it's it's different yeah how many people play in second stage um i think my site had 70 people in it uh and we have five sites so 350 people and how many spots get in uh mine had 13 <laughs> out of so those think- 70 people how many do you think have a legitimate chance of making it um, I, I'm gonna say every every one yeah. of them. Every yeah, I mean, second if you, stage, if you right? get into cool. second yeah. stage, you you definitely have you're, the game, and good. you give somebody one week to do something with it. You're gonna, it's going, it could happen. Yeah. So right, seventy guys, one guy can have a week. Yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. If yeah, they all have exactly. a chance. And there are yeah. two winners there. Bull Van Pell was there. Yeah, yeah. Especially this year, I think just with the the structure changes of the tour. Yeah. There were a lot more guys on tour and guys on the corn Ferry tour that have a full season of, um, playing privileges playing this week. Yeah. Just because of the chance to improve their status or get a PGA tour card. So, um, it, it was a little bit different this year, but For sure. th- there were a lot more guys, um, good players on, in second stage for sure. Established players. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, my last pick, Jeff. You can you can call BS on this. The ability to hit the ball high. I I'll, I agree with it. Okay. I think I think the best players in the world are very high ball hitters. Do you have to hit the ball high to be on the PJ Tour. I think it's a very big advantage. Okay. I, I think I, I wouldn't say it's an, a necessity though. Right. It's not like being able to hit your irons but like Nico. Nico yeah, picked. I think I think you can you can figure Name it out. Name me a top ten player that hits the ball low. Look, I I hear you. Yeah, that's that's tough. The only guy I thought but, of, which is we so, are we are saying just being on the PGA. Just tour. being on the PGA. Tour. So yeah, that even now I can't think of yeah, who was it low. I feel like Patrick hits it the lowest. But, but of like, like a lot of, I think it's uh, yeah. kind of high, doesn't it? A lot of guys hit it a lot higher than you think. Especially they've yeah, learned driver. to because they yeah. compete out yeah. here um, and they learn by osmosis watching these guys just get it. Like yeah, a lot of guys. But I think that, that has to do with speed. Like you can't um, shoot it high without speed. Yeah, that that's for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of the the higher ball speed guys just normally yeah. hit it higher. Yeah, just um, because the ball's spinning more. But yeah. definitely playing on the PGA Tour. You need to hit it high. <laughs> uh, the more I think about it, I, I would say that yeah, that's a that's a skill that you need. Is the greens are way firmer. Like we were talking about being accurate and specific. Right. Like you can be specific and hit 152 yards, right. but if you come in a little flat, 
it's hopping. And it's bouncing to one sixty two. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So even if you do hit that number in your when your landing spot is what was that shot that you were talking about? Scotty hit on one of the last on holes? seventeen. Yeah, he hit Insane. nine yeah. iron and yeah. he hit it to like fifteen feet. Or no, he hit it to no, four, feet. three. Yeah, yeah, and, and then mo- like that. That is a skill to be able to hit it that high, hit that number with Down that wind. club. That have it spin the way you think it's yeah. going to yeah, spin, and have the ball do that. And not a lot of guys have that. This yeah. is the only hitting one that it, did yeah. it. Hitting it high and hitting your number specific is yeah. way yeah. harder yeah. than yeah. hitting yeah. it low. There's no way Matt Fitzpatrick hits it high. No. He, that would be the guy. I would I say he probably of. hit it sit higher now. Yeah, just with speed, like yeah. you said. But he now hits it pretty high. Yeah, yeah. He might not hit his driver that high, but he hits it pretty on purpose. High. But he can if he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Um. All right. Should we stretch it three? I think we're good. Uh, can we give an honorable mention? Yeah. <laughs> can we give an honorable, a, an honorable mention to uh, having that dog in you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does every PGA Tour have that dog in him? Every single PGA Tour pro has that dog in him. Do they have that dog in him? All right. I, I, I agree with that. All right. Have that dog. I think to that's be the able act to, of not caring. Yeah. yeah. My first answer was going to be like, oh, it's so funny to say you need a caddy. But then I thought about it and that's really not funny. <laughs> well, that was a well, bad Dallas podcast. <laughs> yeah, Thank Jeff, you. Jeff did it. Jeff yeah. didn't need a caddy. Yeah, that's right. Jeff played one second stage without a caddy. Yeah. Jeff, thanks for coming. Thank yes, you guys. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, that Jeff. was fun. That was fun.